Listeners be advised. The Holiloquy podcast discuss matters related to the human experience and many that are sexual in nature. Due to this, some conversations may surround triggering topics such as sexual violence, self-harm, abuse, and much more. Please be advised, a list of crisis and psychological resources will be available in the show notes of this episode. With that said, let's get started with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention please as we go through the following safety instructions. In the event that there is a loss of cabin pressure, oxygen mask will drop from the overhead. Place the mask over your nose and mouth. Breathe normally as oxygen is flowing even if the mask is not Be sure to adjust your own mask before helping others. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to the Holy Liquid Podcast, where we step out and speak on sexuality. This is your favorite host, Vernon T. Scott, also known as Slater Jackson, and for you freaky motherfuckers out there, Sebastian's Adams. On today's episode, we are discussing kings, so go ahead, get your motherfucking whips out. Go ahead, look, choke a motherfucker consensually. Look, we're not playing those games. Like, I know that's right. Ain't it? Ain't it? And with me, I am blessed to have Nicole. Hello. Sex coach, y'all. It's two sex coaches. Yes. Oh my God. It's two sex coaches on the damn podcast. You know, about to be, oh. you know it's about to be high in education love in here today. You already know. Twerk some ass. Twerk some ass. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> here we are. Here we are. Here we are. So, Nicole, this is your first time on the Holiloquy podcast. Do you, do you mind just letting everybody know who you are, what you do, what you're about, all the things that you, what makes you sexy, what makes you kinky? Let's go ahead and get all up into this damn conversation. <laughs> okay, you're really the, trying to get into some business today. Okay, okay. Listen, no who, <laughs> who the fuck are you, Nicole? Who the fuck are you? Well, I'm Nicole, like uh, like Vernon said. So I'm also a sex coach and educator. Um, my brand name is Melanated Vixen. And so my goal, obviously, besides coaching people through every kind of sexual experience or question or concern that they might have, um, you know, I'm also out here to educate, especially people in the Black and Brown community to help us have better lives, better sex lives, better relationships overall, not only with um, our romantic partners or sexual partners, but, you know, friendships and of course ourselves, most importantly. So that is my mission. That's what I am here to do. Um, and of course, if anybody's interested in meeting with me one-on-one or doing an event or anything like that, they can hit me up on IG. It's at melanated underscore vixen. That's vixen with two X's. Um, or melanatedvixen.com and I'll be more than happy to help you with whatever questions or or meetings or whatever it is that you need. Mm, yes, and just in case you haven't grabbed that information yet, it will be in the show notes. So go ahead and do it, y'all. Y'all heard that melanated vixen? So that right. melanated means she's black. Mm. That's right. I am a black woman. What? <laughs> I'm here to I'm here to help us all. 
in this black and brown community. So I love how, you know, you mentioned how you're here to make sure that you get us black people right by understanding our sexuality, because that was the first thing that we're going to be talking about. And that sexual expression in the black community. Oh, my gosh. A passion <laughs> project. So what makes you so interested in engaging within that realm of sexuality focusing on the black community and how we express ourselves sexually why why does that fascinate you um you know not only thinking about my own personal experiences that i've had being being black being west indian as well like coming from that background as well like the limiting beliefs that's going on the amount of you know you have to do things you have to do things a certain way or else it's deemed list pick one of the many terms of the laundry list of negative connotations to things or judgments that that come through but being able to talk to a lot of people in my life and experience different people in my life and see how they have expressed themselves figuring out what they're interested in why they're interested in these things and understanding that not that it's normal, but it's okay for some, for for you to explore that. We've got so much misinformation in this community. We've got so many judgments and things that are just really limiting ourselves from finding who we are sexually as a person. We mainly just listen to what we hear in music, what we see on TV, which I know we're going to tap into that later, but um, but just all what we hear from our cousins and brothers and sisters and, you know, uncles that got mad kids, but no actual relationships and Ooh. our, you know, moms and aunties that have similar, you know, similar things going on and people who have been married for 50 years, but they don't tell you what marriage is supposed to look like. They don't tell you what a relation, a true relationship is supposed to look like. So you're sitting here guessing or you're sitting here listening to what other people are saying and thinking about, oh, I'm not going to do this because if I do this, that it's this. Or if I do this, they're going to call me this or they're going to deem me this. Instead of understanding that there's way more that goes into sex and under your, understanding yourself sexually than just what the community is saying. And then what society outside of that is saying and, you know, how you truly feel about yourself and not being able to not feeling comfortable with saying, hey, I like this. You know, think about that, um, that time that Tank was on an episode of some podcast or maybe it was Breakfast Club or something like that. And he was talking about how he likes to get his ass ate. And he was just like, listen, mm -hmm. I know I'm probably going to get ridiculed for this, but I don't care. It's what I like. And of course. How many side conversations and other podcasts and memes and all kind of stuff did we hear after that from people saying, damn, this nigga like his ass ate, oh, this nigga gay, this, that, and the third. And you're just like, is he gay though? Or does he just like to did have something you know, that is, yeah, that, that is pleasing to him? Is it though? Charlamagne said the same thing. He was just like, hey, I, I like it because the shit feels amazing to me. And if some of y'all would get out your mind, and stop mm -hmm. listening to what other dumb motherfuckers are saying mm -hmm. and try things for yourself you can see that on your own you know and it doesn't have to be that specific thing obviously but literally anything that you want to try but you're stopping yourself because of what you think your homeboy is going to think or your cousin or whoever is going to find out and you're going to get judged and ridiculed by it it's a real thing but you know at the same time who cares 
it's you. Exactly. That's how I feel. Most definitely when it comes to like who I decide to hook up with is like, I don't care what other people really have to say about it because are we fucking? Right. <laughs> like, Listen, what you eat don't make me shit. So what am I concerned about you for again? Oh. Exactly. Like, I know there's a large amount of uh, Black men specifically who do uh, feel ashamed to try something outside of the box because they're afraid that their sexual partners are going to um, deem them as being gay and spread that rumor and all this other stuff. But I, I feel like we need to get to a place as a community where we just stop focusing on what other people say about other people like mm -hmm. if you're not going to go to that person directly and ask them questions about things that you heard then mm -hmm. just shut up about it be mm -hmm. like hey you know marcus is gay oh marcus didn't tell me he was gay so you know since you're over here telling me this let me go ahead and connect with marcus and see what's going on marcus you gave mm -hmm. my, my nigga what's going on right you good? Not that, and not that marcus even really has to tell you yes or no but yeah Facts facts so i was like why 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 is that your business to share around like if marcus like to get his ass ate let marcus get his ass ate and right. if, and if you're marcus not to get his ass ate don't mean he's gay exactly if you're not comfortable with doing that that is okay nobody's forcing you to eat marcus's ass but that's none of your business to be sharing it is yeah. marcus's business to uh engage with those individuals that marcus find attractive and want to engage with sex with and that's perfectly fine like even if you know marcus happens to be gay be on a dl which I i'm really getting tired of this damn dl conversation that we be having most of the time because it's like we understand as a community how how we see queer people. Uh, we tend to uh, ostracize queer people. We tend to make queer people feel less than who they are, well, who we are. And then you expect people to openly admit certain things when they're just trying to stay engulfed in a community that clearly doesn't want them now of course we're at a place now that a lot of people are growing from that there being there's a lot more openness and appreciation for people being for being different but at the same time if you're not providing a space for your um possibly queer friend family member to come to you and feel safe then you're part of the problem you're the reason why they're on the dl mm-hmm because they don't they're they don't want to lose your friendship they don't want to use lose your love so what what else do they have to do but be silent about who they are because they don't want to lose the security that they found through all these years right like let's let's look at it in the in what it is in reality it, that that's it it's not about somebody just playing games behind your back somebody who just wants to cheat and all this other stuff many of the people who are dl they just are afraid of losing that social safety net that they built throughout these years because mm -hmm. if they come out they say who they are who are they going to be left with they're going to be lonely they're going to be depressed they like mm -hmm. how many people are going to stand up and support them and right. be happy and just embrace who they are right especially if they've heard you know one or more friends or family members in their in their in their circle um say things negatively about about anybody who is gay who is bisexual or anything you know if, if you hear somebody saying something negative you're like okay well noted <laughs> i'll never either bring this bring this discussion up or especially if i'm trying to have like a, a good conversation without a bunch of judgments and misinformation and all that or you know what 
now that I know how they feel about gay people, ain't no way I'm confiding in this person Mm -hmm. that this is how I've been feeling or I think I might be or, you know, help me, you know, help me find some resources to make to help me figure some stuff out or whatever it is, you know, they just won't feel comfortable like this is not, you know, this is not going to be this is not going to be a, a safe space for them at all, mm-hmm. a safe person to talk to at all. You're not going to be supportive of that if that's how you're talking, you know? Mm-hmm. So it diminishes a lot of relationships, unfortunately. So just like you had in your example before about, you know, oh, I didn't know Marcus was gay. How come he didn't tell me anything? Well, if he was hearing you bash people before, mm-hmm. you're not really the first person he's going to feel comfortable telling, if at all. Exactly. So it's like, you, you really do have to think about it. You have to think about what, what, image am i presenting for the people that i might may care about because you can't really truly love somebody if you can't accept them for who they are that's like those people who say love um love the sinner not the sin um fam that thing that you're you're, one you're called me a fucking sinner so we have a motherfucking (laughs) problem already so what the fuck is up (laughs) (laughs) well see after something like that i'd be like you know what was that other verse that they always say he who lives in a glass house should not throw stones the holiloquy podcast focuses on the variability of sexual expression When it comes to sexual expression, we often depend on pornography to illustrate how one must perform sexually. For those who have not learned this by now, the stuff you see in porn is not real. Pornography provides a singular perspective of sexual expression that is not often the reality we see during our own sexual encounters. The Holiloquy Podcast is a conversation that takes you outside of the compressed box of what many know about sex. Some of the topics we discuss includes kinks, condom usage, status disclosure, and past sexual experiences. The Holiloquy Podcast steps out on sexual norms and recognizes that the norm is not the only normal. Subscribe today and join the conversation. see after something like that i'd be like you know what was that other verse that they always say you who lives in a glass house should not throw stones so how are we measuring this sinning thing oh, okay that's another conversation that people don't want to have either but yeah look look we could go down it because look it, that's <laughs> religion plays a, a large role in uh how well in what impacts how we express ourselves sexually in, uh, yeah. in our community because yeah. it's like how i how do, how do I put it? It's like whenever I'm approached with anything that's related to religion, I'm just like, I feel so disconnected because of how much hatred has been shared about uh, my sexual expression in, in God. And I'm just like, but everyone tells me God doesn't make mistakes or that God is within all of us. And now you're telling me I need to help uh, hate myself, which is uh, also saying I need to hate God, which is also saying like, what, what's mm-hmm. going on here? You're giving right. me mixed messages. And then it's the God is love, but you're telling me to hate this person. Yeah. Do you not see how that, that can just riddle your head and just make you mm-hmm. confused on an ongoing basis? Like how can I hate somebody and love at the same time? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Right. Granted, I am a person that believe hate is um is um developed through two emotions in two separate ways. So you have hate and anger. I mean, you have love and anger, and then you also have anger and fear. Mm-hmm. 
So mm -hmm. you, uh, with the hate, the hate with that engulfs love and anger. That's those people that you love this person so much. They did something so bad and you just rage and just like, I hate you because of that. Mm -hmm. But you know that that hatred is rooted in love. And mm -hmm. then the, the one with, uh, fear and anger, that's where you get all your races from. That's, right. that's, that's their the lack of uh, the, the no understanding. So of course you're going to be fearful of it because you don't understand exactly nor do you nor do you in a lot of those cases nor are they trying to understand at all they just rather live in their anger and fear and mm -hmm. you know ignorance i can't even say ignorance ignorant bliss but definitely that ignorance mm -hmm. and i think that's where a lot of people who are what you'll consider a homophobe they're within that scenario too mm -hmm. um but yeah, don't don't be out here just calling people sinners if you don't want to approach them as a human being, because that's a another way of stripping them of their humanity. You're saying that you see them as, a, I guess, a vessel, but you don't see them as a being. You don't see them as somebody who's living and walking through this earth. You just mm -hmm. see them as, oh, that's an object over there. Um, <laughs> you're in my way. You're not in my way. I can, you know... Mm -hmm. see you a little bit but I don't truly see you because I don't want to show any appreciation to a, a subsect or a part of you that I'm too uncomfortable to engage in right for no reason really but mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> and I think like a lot of that um, hatred that spreads that anger that we have towards uh, the queer community, the uh, misinformation that we are provided about how we can and should and will express ourselves sexually. It just strict us. It makes, it, it provides a, a lack of sexual freedom. Mm -hmm. um, how, what do you feel about just that concept of sexual freedom in itself and the lack thereof within the Black community? Um, well, I mean, I think it goes into what I was saying earlier, you know, just the, that fear of, that fear of judgment, that fear of trying to figure out what you, who you are sexually, what you like sexually, um, without this judgment and without this, you know, the labeling and, you know, it, it does not create a good environment for even trying to understand anything. Mm -hmm. So people stay in this box of this is what sex should look like. This is how black people have sex. This is how black people fuck. This is what black love should look like. Um, and that's it, you know, and anything outside of that, you know, mm, we can we can fuck with it a little bit or okay I see you but you one of these outsider these weirdo type people blah blah and even that is even that is still a label why does that have to be weirdo you know why does that have to be weird why does that because someone is is choosing to express themselves in this way and it's not a way that you know that you are comfortable with that you know that you understand whatever doesn't make it weird and I think that's you know overall as a society we should really stop doing also I mean we also try to label we always try to put a lot of labels on things and just so we can have a better understanding but then we become so general with these labels as well like it, I understand trying to compartmentalize things but you like you you still putting shit in a big ass container when there's more smaller containers for things to go in so you can better understand what something what someone is doing or what this is for or whatever you know but the lack of sexual freedom just become just comes from all of those same things you know the information the information that we're given 
a lot of people will see something that see something that they don't understand or you know anytime they see it they only see white people doing it so it's deemed white people shit instead Mm. of oh that's different i've never seen anybody do that before and really trying to be in that moment and understand what they are seeing and seeing how they feel about it i mean of course there's always something to be said about you know watching white people or interracial sex and porn and things like that and you know that takes a minute either turns you off or turns you on or whatever Mm -hmm. but Seeing two people do something, you're just like, yeah, that's that's white people shit. White people shit. We ain't doing that. When it's not about what the white people you know, what the white people are doing, and because it's white or because you don't like it, that's what it is. It could just be not your thing. Mm. But again, we take that label, that term, oh, that's white people shit, and we make it again like a negative connotation instead of it being. I mean, again, that's a whole nother rabbit hole that we can go down about <laughs> <laughs> what what white people shit really is but in these kinds of ways like you know think about think about like way back in the days when you never used to see a lot of black people like i don't know skateboarding and i could be wrong all my skaters please don't hate on me i don't know too much about the community but i'm just saying i'm thinking about a time when i never used to see a lot of black people skateboarding Mm -hmm. you know or doing you know doing certain things hell even um well no that's not true Anyway, (laughs) but people doing certain things, (laughs) people doing certain things. And then, you know, that was deemed like, oh, that's, you know, those skater kids and, you know, the white people shit, blah, blah. And that's what was deemed for a long time. And so you started seeing more black people doing it. And then they're like, oh, shit, we taking over. Oh, shit, we doing this. Da 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 da. Mm -hmm. You know, but for a while it was white people shit. Why? And it was only because you didn't see us doing it because we didn't have the access to whatever it was. Mm-hmm. We didn't have the freedom to do it. Nobody was really trying it, you know? And then finally, when we did, you see, oh shit, this is for us. Oh shit, look how dope we are doing that. So why can't that be the same kind of mentality when it comes to sex and the things that we don't normally see in porn or in videos or in movies or from what your cousin and your homeboys and them are saying that it should be. And like, I I think about just how, you know, just the concept of, concept of foreign things and, mm-hmm. you know, the way that our media works in this country, it is always white centered and white first and white, 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 white. Uh, and when you engage in porn and engage in how people are having sex outside of what we consider the norm and, you know, that's very foreign. So it's like, oh, they have that privilege to be able to be foreign in their expression. So rather than saying or having ownership of, you know, I can do some shit like that. I find, find this a little bit more um, kinky. I I find this something like I might want to try. We'll just rather label it. We'll rather just be like, you know, I don't know about that because I know if I were to do that, I'm automatically going to get judged. I know right. that if I did that, I might be excommunicated from the um, the community. So the community <laughs> oh, as the a church. whole. Yes. <laughs> so the community as a whole. <laughs> why not build this barrier of entry and just say, "Oh no, we're just going to isolate that only for white people"? Because mm-hmm. either we've seen uh, someone in uh, like a friend in high school or something like that who was skateboarding, and you're just like. Mm, you corn you cornball and all this other stuff you know we jiving on this man and whatnot and then you know who who's the persons that's going to scoop him up and support his behavior because they do it too 
the the uh, white kids. So now it's just like, oh well, you know, you're just uh, all about white people, blah 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 blah. But this little kid, it's just a little kid. Maybe they just like, right. I'm for the people. Y'all right. motherfuckers just don't fuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> right now, you got me out here hanging out with Jake and them. Right, <laughs> like, you know. So well, Tyrone, Daquan, what's up? Y'all over here acting all kind of stuck up and shit. Get on this damn board too, motherfuckers. Right, exactly. But, Get on this shit. It's fun. I and I think that's how we approach sexuality too. It's just like mm, you might see a, a black body in the um, porn, and you're just like, oh, that's probably just one of that little race play things or whatever it is. It's porn. I'm just here mm-hmm. to jack off to it. Mm-hmm. People don't really do shit like that. Mm-hmm. That's unnatural. Like they just doing that for the money, or maybe they're doing that because it's actually pleasing. Maybe they're doing it because it's an experience that some people like to enjoy, and it's okay yeah. if you want to explore that yeah i mean you know and i and i thought about um you know who si already kid is right discussing submissive some songs mm, okay mm. well i'm gonna have to put you on after educate this. educate <laughs> yes sis. but maybe yes black woman but... <laughs> 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 well okay so he's a you know he's a he's an artist he's a hip-hop artist or he's a rapper that you know he sings about being about women being submissive or just you know having a submissive lover or being disgusting being into different area different kinks different areas of like bdsm play Mm -hmm. and like when you watch his videos don't worry i'm gonna send you the youtube link so you can see these two videos i'm talking about but in one of them like part of his song he's talking about i might slap i might choke you out slap you around spit in your mouth whatever these things how many years ago, not too long ago, you weren't seeing anybody or many people in the community talk about that mm. openly, at least to now have to now to where we have a song and we have a video showcasing this and this person saying like, oh, yeah, I like doing all of this shit. And now think about how many people are, you know, how many women and how many men are talking about either choking or being choked during sex or mm. slap or, you know, this face slapping. Or, you know, or other body slap, body parts slapping about spitting in mouths, about all these, all these different things that nobody was talking about or nobody was even trying to do or the community saying was okay 10 years ago, let's say. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden we got this shit out here and everybody's like, oh yeah, I like that shit. Look at, look at, uh, who was it? Young Miami mm-hmm. just the other day was talking about, I don't know what it is, but I actually like a golden child when she was interviewing with Trina. And everyone That's was wilding true. out, losing their mind. That was like, whoa, <laughs> hold on. You like what? Uh, you like what? So now, so on one hand, it's kind of like, how many of y'all are about to go out here trying this shit? Because you heard these songs, mm-hmm. this stuff in songs by one person. And of course, other people are going to jump on it too, because that's just, that's how it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, and now that you've seen one of the city girls talking about, oh, I actually like golden showers. Like how many of y'all are about to be either? Well, one, you'll you'll have a small population of people who are going to come out and be like, actually, I've been doing that for years and I do like it, mm-hmm. which is great because now you can now people can feel more comfortable talking about it because it's no longer a taboo thing. It's no more. It's no longer that harshly judged as it used to be. And now you've got a celebrity out here saying, hey, I actually like that shit. It's something about it. It's this It's that, you know, but before nobody was talking about that. And of course, now you're going to have more people willing to try it mm-hmm. you know just like people being willing to try like you know being choked out and stuff like that or you know understanding how to do it properly is the other 
is a whole nother educational part of things because the people out here crushing windpipes and shit like that's not how that works not you're supposed to squeeze you're not supposed to press just a little little tip for y'all but yeah so there's a lot of there's a lot of um there's a lot of a lot of judgment a lot of because of the lack of information because of the lack of exposure because of the oh man someone's going to deem me as this you know forget the word deviant most people don't even say that or use that you know mm -hmm. but forget that part it's just I don't want anybody in my community to look at me different. Mm. I don't want my people. I don't want my peers or anybody to look at me different or call me this or say that I'm this, even though I truly enjoy these things, mm -hmm. you know? So that lack of sexual freedom, I mean, it's really do deeply rooted in, in that. And of course, again, what society tells us how we should be performing, how, what, what sex is supposed to look like and not even just sex overall, but you know, sex, for black people what that's supposed to look like think about the things that the images that we do see in porn and how aggressive like black people back black people don't have sex they fuck you know mm -hmm. and we do but that's not to say that there's not love making that there isn't some sensuality isn't in there that there isn't an in-between in there that it couldn't be both mm -hmm. you know that doesn't mean that if you're in a committed relationship you married or whatever that you couldn't still do both you know, it's just always that it's just always that aggression. And, you know, it needs to be, you know, doggy style, ass slapping, hair pulling, this, that, and third. Nothing wrong with it because it's great shit. It's great. I love that. But that doesn't but that doesn't mean that I don't want or that my partner couldn't want something a little softer, something a little less aggressive, something more intense and, you know, and more of a connection. You know, exactly. even if it even if it is someone that's a friends with benefits situation or one nighter situation, it doesn't have to be aggressive sex like that. Mm -hmm. But again, if that's something that we are constantly taught and shown, we we're thinking that that's what it's supposed to look like. You know, exactly, which is, which is also incorrect. And I we definitely do need to go deeper into that conversation about uh, aggressive sex. But I wanted to go back to something. First off, mm -hmm. Trina, I love that woman. She is like she's been talking about the sex before anybody got comfortable with talking about the sex. Her, you know, that's right, um, that's little right. Kim, as well as um, Missy. They, well, Talk Trina was just like, I'm going to say pussy. I'm going to say, I'll uh, eat my ass, lick my pussy, and suck my motherfucking feet. She's going to say right. it. She's going to say, I love to suck the dick. But, like, mm -hmm. I love her. But um, something that really stood out was when you were saying, oh, it takes uh, someone popular to make something a little bit more no normal. Now, when it comes to choking people and, you know, pits play and all those stuff, y'all, just remember this one thing. Do this stuff with someone that you trust and educate yourself on the things that you're about to engage in before you do it. Because no, we're part. not trying to kill somebody trying to have sex. No, none that of that. Part, none please. of that. But, like, it really does take people... Uh, who are in these positions to say, I do this and it's okay. And some people really do get judged for it. But at the same time, it's a light for somebody that's like, oh, I'm not the only one who's okay with this. I'm not the only one who wanted to explore that realm. And I have someone that I looked up to or someone I didn't look up to, but they have a platform to say this mm -hmm. and makes me feel a lot more comfortable and seen. 
Right. So it is great for us to have these kind of conversations and say that I do this. And if you judge me, that's on you. I'm not going to stop the way that I like to fuck. I'm not going to stop the way I like to have sex. I'm not going to stop engaging with these people who I want to engage in. Because look, regardless of what the money is looking like, <clears throat> they're having a good time. They're yep. enjoying themselves. They are um, finding people who want to engage in these certain things that they want to do in a consensual manner. And you can find that too. It might take a lot of bad eggs and whatnot. Crack those motherfuckers and throw them away. Find <laughs> find a good one. Find something that you want to like develop in the, the egg that will grow into a nice little bird, a nice little lizard, a nice little whatever the fuck is hatching out of that damn egg. <laughs> so <laughs> it's possible. But like yeah. we get so fixated on the community judgment that we just go through our lives just not feeling the love that we want because i've actually mm-hmm. chatted with somebody this was on grinder um i think this person was like 68 or something uh in a marriage yeah with a woman on uh and like on here on this app and i'm like what what is it like why is it that you and your wife choose to be miserable yeah. at this old age right and i'm like i i feel as though that you both love each other but you are you're both not into each other mm-hmm. and that's a problem when <laughs> you think about it because one yeah. working on this damn app like yeah. not to say he's not he shouldn't be out here trying to find love and find um, pleasure and things like that because do you boo i'm here for it but you're both unhappy and you are okay with that right why for what yeah for the sake of for the sake of what staying together i mean again another fear-based you know, set of thinking because I mean, I understand you've been you've been with somebody for a long period of time and you get to a certain place in your life where you're like, do I really want to start over? You know, mm-hmm. who's gonna, you know, and so many other thoughts that go into that, you know, depending on that person and, and how they feel about themselves and all of that. But it, you know, it really comes down to I'm not about to start over with somebody else. You know, this person knows my 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 ins and outs, my quirks, my allergies. How <laughs> much you know? <laughs> how long All of them. I could do how long I could do X, Y, and Z. You know, I'm not about to try to find somebody else and, and figure out how they work. You know, there's there's that, and of course that you know that that way of thinking that when you when you marry somebody or when you're with somebody, like you just with them forever. You know, so this is just a rocky patch till death do us part, or you know, oh well, you know. That just happens as you get older or men on me bend or, you know, they can't settle down or so many other excuses, Mm. (laughs) old, outdated ways of thinking and and things like that. You know, y'all been together this amount of time, but y'all can't talk about how y'all feel. And I mean, you probably never did, to be honest. But again, yet another conversation, but Mm. they're they're not going to do it. They're just going to sit here and stay in that position and race the clock of let's see let's see either who taps out first or who dies first exactly you know? and even if one of y'all die first that i mean just because you unhappy doesn't mean that your partners are unhappy too mm. you know yeah i mean it's natural to grow apart especially if you've been together for for since a certain period in your life when there was like a lot of change coming about you were figuring out who you were and what you liked, didn't like, what you wanted, and all these other things. Watching other people, seeing other people. That's like when you're in your 20s and people are getting married at like 23 and shit like that. And you're just like, you really, I mean, you might have 
lived and gone to college and, you know, whatever hard knock life you might have lived, but there's still so much that you're still learning about yourself. So to commit yourself to another person in that way, I wouldn't say is wrong, but at the same time, like you, you barely even understand what the term finding yourself means and barely figuring out who you are because we're so like, we're so consumed by society, what society's saying, telling us that we should be doing, thinking our parents, what they're telling us we should be doing and thinking and not doing and all of this other kind of stuff and that you don't, that you don't get to a place, well, or at least most people don't get to a place where they're thinking for themselves and for what they really, truly want and living for themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're trying to please people or rebel against something or trying to figure some shit out. And well, I mean, the next step, I guess, is being married. We've been together five years, I guess. I mean, I mean, I love them. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that you're gonna be together with them. It doesn't mean you gotta marry them, like exactly. and have some kids and then by the time y'all 37, you're just like, I really, I mean, I love them, but oh shit, I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think uh, one of the things that many people need to recognize and just reflect on is have you become a brand? Mm-hmm. And with that, I mean, like we try to brand everything. We try to make everything into a monolith in this country, in our, in our society, because that's what sells. So yeah. We make blackness into a brand. Look, it's Black History Month, and we all know what's about to happen during this month. We're going to have the, um, the oh, black this, black that, black that. This is made by Black um, creators, and we're only going to sell it during the month of um, February mm-hmm. and no other kind of month outside of that, because right. that's the only time we're going to make sure that you're uh, your products are in our stores because but, you this know is your time black people <laughs> this is your time so it becomes a brand oh make sure you get this by this black person that like you, hey we're, co- become... we're collaborating with such and such a company exactly. to sell such and such a thing blah 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 and they gotta you know like or or you get some tone deaf shit like what bath and body works did <laughs> last year, a few years ago whenever the hell it was when they decided to bring out some kente cloth looking labels mm. on products. Oh, this one's got shea butter and this one's got this. <laughs> First of all, keep all that bullshit on your shelf, please. When I saw it and someone's like, oh, I'm going to snatch that up. I said, are you fucking dumb? What are you doing? It's- are you dumb? I mean, of course, everybody can do whatever they want, but I'm like, this is the first time I've ever heard them doing this. Number one. Two, you're only promoting things like shea butter. <laughs> because y'all now know that black people absolutely love shea butter and not cocoa butter as much as we used to because we you know find figure out what works mm-hmm. although your pro- some of your products have already you already look at labels that say shea butter in it but you're not promoting it the way that you used to and three y'all didn't have to put these designs on there at all i don't care if you did team up with the naacp because we all know rachel Dolezal worked for the naacp mm-hmm. for a long time Okay, not Rachel, so, not Rachel, yeah, you, you have me. You Child, have Rachel, Rachel literally changed her race to do something that she could have done as a white woman. <laughs> 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 the gag, bitch. <laughs> as if there are not white faces on the on the board of the NAACP. You can still do that. You can still. You could been. Uh, you could have still been the white woman that you that your mama and daddy raised you to be. And, been and still supported the community. You could have still did that, girl. It would have been great. And still had your little black kids and everything, been in love and supported. <laughs> like, you wouldn't exactly. be a joke. 
you would not be a joke right you, now, girl. You would not you would not be a joke. We would look at you like, okay, hey, maybe she maybe she is someone who truly wants to be an ally and support. We'll see. Whatever. <laughs> okay, you adopted black kids. So did Madonna. So did uh Angelina and countless other people. Good for y'all. Great. But you didn't have to do all of this, girl, because no, you are going to be the butt of every sketch comedy joke. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Let but me yeah, take my transracial ass somewhere. <laughs> 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 or that oh my God. I saw one the other day. I was like, this gotta be a joke because ain't no way. Black this uh black man who's what 35 or whatever and said that he's transracial, he's white, and his name is I don't know. I can't remember the Let it be Carter. Name. It was no, it wasn't Carter. Not gonna yeah, yeah. Carter. Don't do that. <laughs> 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 it was like, but it was like Caleb or some, I don't know, some shit. Mm, and he was like a white a white man from Colorado. Apparently never been to Colorado because his mom was like, Oh, and he works doing such and such a thing. I forget. Not and listen, got his mama on on to do the interview. No, he's not. He's 35 and he lives here. He don't even do nothing. He go to school. That's it. I said, oh, now mom calling you out like this. I'm so done. Not her calling you out like this. But when I saw that, I said, <laughs> I said, I am completely done. But he was like, oh, yeah, my name's Caleb. Blah, blah. I said, what in the Clayton Bigsby is going on here? I can't. Not I Clayton. I, I did. I, I was watching this also the other day. <laughs> I just I know, like I just know after that interview, interview, his mom's like, take your black ass. <laughs> How the fuck you got me on this goddamn TV embarrassing my ass because your black ass decided to say that you trans Rachel and white. Your name is not Caleb. I did not name you this. Oh my I God. I'm a sane woman. You got my black ass cussing what? at your motherfucker. Oh my. Oh, let me call <laughs> Got these pastor. white people coming up in my house. Mm-mm-mm. running my pressure up talking you talking about you transracial you a white man named Kayla from De- from Denver Colorado no no your ass ain't even been outside of here <laughs> oh that's the worst that's the worst to me you have big dreams oh, and maybe man. one day you will make it to Denver Colorado sir but maybe maybe sir not this don't do this don't do this and you wasn't Look. even living you weren't even living by yourself you was living at home See. going to school no job doing nothing you got the whole house ready to tell on your ass. Why would you do that? He played his cards wrong. What he was supposed to do, he was supposed to reach out to Rachel Dalzall and, you know, <laughs> we're a transracial couple, but we're we're interracial. And everybody have to look at this like, what? They right, though. They right. <laughs> right. I mean, y'all interracial, but y'all got this shit backwards because she thinks you're a black woman. You think you're a white man. Both of y'all, this is not adding up. She got box braids. Oh god. And faux locks and shit. And you got and what made it even crazier? My guy had dreads. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> Not even a fade. Wasn't even bald. Locks. I'm done. Oh my okay. god. Yeah, this okay. the episode title is definitely gonna be trans interracial love. <laughs> <laughs> something i wanted to go back to uh within what we were just talking about but i forgot i do remember <laughs> that <laughs> i do remember i did want to go back before we close everything out and go into this um these sex questions because y'all getting sex questions because the sex coaches on the line fucking never have i ever y'all y'all should y'all should have known um <laughs> but, 
we were uh, talking about uh, aggressive sex. And one of the things that we were talking about in the intake meeting was about how we do need to like work on switching our mindset to appreciate sensual sex a lot more than aggressive sex. Um, because like you said earlier, we're, it's more than just fucking. Some people want to be caressed. Some people want to be held. Some people, people need motherfucking aftercare. Mm, talk about it. Look, cuddle me, motherfucker. Like, let me say that. Look, I could look if let's say if this is like a hardcore session, you we are fucking fucking. And I'm like, look, you can cuddle me and call me a nasty bitch and call me a slut and all these other things. And I'd be happy as long as our body is connecting this way. I'm okay. Mm. Like you can just be like, oh, you disgusting whore. Like sometimes whenever I have good sex, I really do want to be called like a slut. Listen, and like it, I want it, to be yes, called a whore. Yes, it really, it really depends on the moment. It really does. You're like, yes, I'm gonna tell you what to call me. Just make sure you make sure you put some bass in your voice when you do it. <laughs> oh, that's it. That's it. But like, other than that, I just be like, because mm, I'm not big on being degraded. But mm-hmm. after good sex, I, I'm okay with it. Like, just, just mm. when you I know, say I have slut a... me out, I mean by the end of this sex, I'm okay with being called a slut. Right. Be like, yeah, I really did some nasty shit just now. Look, great though. I need to it repent. I need to repent. <laughs> you know what? I have a friend that that created the term is it's I should have worn his shirt, but it's uh slut me out, love me after. Ooh, and yes. I was like, that is that's the truth right there. Because exactly what you described is exactly, you know, what that phrase entails. Like, you know, slut me out, but hey, don't just leave. Exactly. I need my aftercare. I need I need you, I need to you to still love me after we are done with this. You need to have him on the show. I'll, I'll give you this info. But oh, please, um, but yeah, th- come on. Come on. Look, also send me that shirt. Um, because I want to get me one and I could definitely post that in the show notes too. I got you. I got you. you <laughs> I know need what? To get one. <laughs> what, what what we'll figure out what one of these next episodes is. And if it relates, I will more I will be happy to have that emblazoned across my chest. But yes, I'm gonna give you his info because he got the shirts and the hoodies. And all of that. Those of y'all who are on TikTok, y'all might know him, Stephen Smith, sexologist and pleasure coach Stephen Smith. That's what his. Does, um... That does sound familiar. Yeah. But so also, he, he does that. Who gonna see your shirt? I know I'm gonna see it. I mean, that's true. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> well, I, we already had this conversation, brother. <laughs> we, we, that you need to do this. Get your Patreon. Put some little clips on YouTube. Make this some special shit for your for your listeners. Because yes, I'm sir. telling you, the faces that you and I be making, and I can imagine your other guests and some of the little some of the little looks, like you already know, like when we when you get at okay, mm-hmm. we, exactly. We, it adds to the moment. I'm telling you. Uh, well, I'm, going, I'm going to get my. I'm going to have to step my game up, y'all. Look, she she's been telling me I need to go ahead and uh, switch over to um, video. <clears throat> and if you agree that I need to switch over to video, go ahead and give me five stars when you rate Watch this podcast. Numbers, <laughs> Listen, let me know. I'll, I'll be on there. Five stars. <laughs> if you hate me, bitch, you better hate listen to this damn podcast and hate watching. Still give me some fucking thumbs ups and fucking I know that's five right. stars, because, bitch. Because why are you still listening? Because you know the content is good. Don't play. Exactly. Don't Look, play. Don't be playing these damn games. <laughs> you gonna be here next episode to continue. So go ahead. Because right, I'm gonna be five. here. On one of these next episodes, I'll do that. Slap me five, and we can smoke. (laughs) (laughs) But back to what we were saying. But yeah, sex should engage in the sensual and everything. Most definitely in the porn that we watch, because 
I'm tired of seeing aggressive fucking, and half the time I get triggered by watching some of the sex stuff that uh, sex, sex scenes I be seeing because I'm like, is this person consenting to be hurt? It's like the I hear the pain in the back of the throat, so I'm like, yeah. what the hell is going on? What is mm-hmm. this? It's it mm-hmm. sounds uncomfortable. It's giving me uncomfortable, and I watch mm-hmm. a good amount, an uh, unhealthy amount of gay porn. So it's like. <laughs> <laughs> You caught that. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, oh, I need to go to the next creator because, fam, I'm uncomfortable. Yeah, you're doing too much. Way too much. I I don't like to hear, "Uh, uh, 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 oh, next. Yeah, right. Nope. <laughs> That's not sexy. I don't I don't like sex that hurts so good. No, I want my mm. I want my sex to be pleasurable. I'm okay with a little bit of pain. I'm okay right. with pain, but right. I don't need to be hurting. <laughs> right. Exactly that. Oh Mm-mm. yeah, no thanks. No thank you. It's giving but, damaged asshole. It right. It's giving never again. You don't know what you're doing. What are we mm. why are we here? How do we get here? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like I I I enjoy the um scenes of um, porn where I feel like, you know, I want to fuck this person who's fucking this other person. Like, mm-hmm. I want to be that person. Like, fuck me this way or let mm-hmm. me fuck you that way. Like, however right. we going to put this scenario, mm-hmm. I want to engage with your body because of how you're treating them. But you treat them horribly. I'm like, mm-hmm. nope. Yeah, I don't want that. Nope. Nope. <laughs> and I'm I'm the type that I need the build up. Like a, a friend of mine sent me this video of someone doing some torture play. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I need to see the scenario build up. I cannot go halfway in and seeing this person tie the fuck up and right. being of course they're saying that they're being pleased and everything, but I'm like, are they really being pleased? Here? How do we get here? I need to see the 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 verbal and nonverbal cues when they were speaking before to know if they are just saying this <laughs> or are you like this is really your shit like don't don't start the scene don't start the scene with someone starting to get tied up how did we get here how did we get here I, all i'm seeing smack 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 and i'm like hold up we beat somebody we already slow. We yeah jumped in <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, you just started, you just started at a seven. Like, you should at least start at a two, something. Uh, let me, let me warm up with you. I, right. What if I like, wanted to slap myself a little bit? Exactly. What if I wanted to share, what, what if I needed to show you what media means to me? You ever go get a massage and you're just like, hey, I want, you know, light, pre- you know, medium pressure or whatever. And somebody mm-hmm. all of a sudden putting the elbow in your back, the bony ass, elbow back, <laughs> ass, elbow in your back. And you, mm-hmm. and you just like this nothing about this is medium no. like please get up off me yeah don't Pressure. start don't start with a medium that i think is supposed to be a five and you already at eight that's not how that works exactly Mm-mm. oh lordy okay now let's go ahead and move into these damn sex questions you ready let's do it so when did you first realize touching yourself felt good and do you remember the first time you made yourself come if you're talking about age, I do not remember the age. Um, but I do remember I was, I definitely wasn't a teenager yet. So definitely somewhere in the preteen area. So, and I do remember um, it was finding someone's dirty magazines. I think it was Hustler Magazine, to be honest. Finding a Hustler Magazine and looking through it um, because I was someone who, who used to like to read a lot. 
Mm. And so I was like, oh, what's this magazine? And I'm looking through it. I'm like, oh, okay, naked people. And then understand. And, you know, and of course, look, doing that look around, like, is anybody going to see me? Because I want to keep on reading. <laughs> and, <laughs> and going through it and, you know, and feeling, you know, and feeling like these tingles, these different, like, oh, I don't know what that is, you know, but liking the feeling and going back and doing it again. And then understanding, you know, like, oh, hey, when I'm touching this part of me, like, I feel that same kind of tingly feeling when I was looking at this magazine and just putting two and two together and just, yeah, I just started masturbating that way. I think for me, uh, I think I first start touching myself maybe nine or ten-ish. No, no, I might have been a little bit older than that, Um, but so I don't know the exact age, but when I start to realize, oh, this is this is really feeling great. What happens if I keep on going? <laughs> mm-hmm. So like, um, I don't like. I found pleasure before I can actually physically come. Mm-hmm. So I would like be jacking off until my body starts to shake and whatnot. So I understood what an orgasm was before, right. like. I did not need to like ejaculate. So for me, <clears throat> like if I do, um, if I do ja- uh, like ejaculate or if I come or anything like that, some people just like, Oh, are you done? And I'm like, no, not really. Because that's, that's just a body feature. Like motherfucker, we could keep on going here because I know <laughs> what my orgasm feels like. Right. And I think a lot of that, like from um, that experience of just jacking off and nothing really coming out actually made that experience a little bit more fulfilling for me to recognize that you know there's different ways or there it doesn't just have to end at skeet skeet right so yeah when I when I learned that oh it was a field day the legs ain't shaking ain't nothing right right. oh my god Like if I have a full body, mm-hmm. I'm good. I'm good. I might I need a, a couple minutes or so to recharge to get back into this yeah. thing. But mm-hmm. I'm a whore right now. I'm okay. <laughs> call me something dirty. And then <laughs> call me something dirty. We gotta, get this, we, gotta get this, we gotta get this back going. I'm not done yet. I'm not done yet. I'm not done yet. I know what you saw, but this was not the end of it. This is not the end. <laughs> this re-up game is strong, okay? <laughs> <laughs> is strong over here Love. would you that would you thought stamina was i am that which I y'all know that. about it <laughs> <laughs> oh my god like there's this toy i got it will be talked about on um the vibrator my pie so y'all i don't know if it's going to be out before this episode or afterwards but uh it's like a partial body and sis did what needed to be done multiple times. And I'm like, why does this feel so good? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't like white women like that. So I was like, how did this you know happen? It's a good toy, though. It's a really good toy. Mm-hmm. I'm like, girl, okay, Rosie, bitch. How you doing? <laughs> you, she got inducted, y'all. If I like, if that episode is after this, y'all already know that part of the episode, but she definitely got inducted into the whole bag. <laughs> Yeah, okay. <laughs> a whole bag. We gonna have to do. We're gonna have to do an episode about what's in your whole bag, cause yeah. Now I'm curious now. Oh, girl, yes, yes, we really do. We really do need to talk about that. You know, I'm going to bring that back for November. 
I'm going to bring that back for Hovember. We, like we have to have the whole back discussion, most definitely with me getting these toys this year, and that's increasing. And then the dude I'm talking to sent me this random toy, and I'm like, oh, well, he sent it to me on Instagram, and I'm like, I'm interested in that. It's like, nice. I need to send it to you. I don't know if I did. Yes, I was like, no, you didn't. Oh, my I gosh. Yes. Yeah, so it's like, it's, uh, it's one of those toys. It's a vibrator. And uh, it has a ring or something around the shaft, and that ring goes up and down inside. Oh, really? Okay. Yes, bitch. (laughs) The curiosity has peaked. You see this? I was like, what is this, Lord? This looks like so much motherfucking fun. Like, what yeah, you I mean? need this i need this and just sent it to you yeah and I, I already have it on my list of things to buy like i was going to buy uh, exactly oh. exactly bitch <laughs> <laughs> like i was going to get three toys this month and it was going to be some cheaper toys from skins because you know i wanted to try some of their products because i do like like their condoms i was like what do the what can the massages mm-hmm. do but yeah. I'd rather spend the toy money I was going to spend on them on that okay. because yeah. let me figure out what that ring can do. Listen, I know there's speeds to this. There's got to be some. I need to see what other features this damn thing got. Exactly. We need to put this. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to talk to my new connect and figure out. Do you have this in stock? Because I might need to add this to the store. Like what? Yeah, we're gonna have to figure this one out. Exactly. So. <clears throat> Y'all be on the lookout for that toy review because that will be coming. (laughs) And I will too. (laughs) 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 Oh my God. This is why I love this kind of podcast. Oh man. It's like, what the fuck is an EU window? Go straight the fuck in. Right. Go straight the fuck in. Yeah, EU windows are only fun when you when you're about to go straight in after that. But like, mm, I'm just letting you know it's cut. There it is. Look, damn. <laughs> <laughs> so <clears throat> one one last question, and then I, I definitely have to close out the episode. So, what's your favorite way to get off when you're you're alone? Oh, mm, body massagers. I don't want to say vibrators, but uh, body massager, like the mini body one. That's my, that's one of my favorites Um, because it really, it really gets the job done. Like, and I can do, I can use two hands. I can be, you know, like on my stomach and using the bed or whatever to hold it where I need to hold it or move around. Mm-hmm. A lot of times I like to move around mm-hmm. Um, and then also use my hands for something else, whether it's another toy or not. But that body one is, is the tried and true. Like whether it's being used alone or with something else, that's the one. Yeah. For me, it's the hand. The hand just did, does what needs to get done, Listen, taken when you care got, of. When you got Pamela and Hannah on hand, I mean, you know, they don't want to know you best. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, uh, I have one coming my way. Uh, it, uh, a uh, uh, vibrating cock ring. Mm. Uh, and I'm definitely going to see how me, Pamela, and this d- new toys can you know mix and match a little bit mm-hmm. to see what the fuck we can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been talking about vibrating cock rings for the longest, and I'm like, might as well. I need them to get a new name. I still hate the word yeah. cock, but it is it's it's a thing. <laughs> right, just like I told you when we saw that when we saw that uh 
that video i said look at all this penis and not enough dick in here what is this i don't i don't do cock thank you um it's just it's, i'm allergic but y'all y'all have whatever you hey. want you know it's just not within my diet so it's, it's okay yeah i just feel like i feel i feel like it's it's you know dick light and i can't even say that because it's still it's still missing a lot <laughs> <laughs> So take that how you want it <laughs> still missing a lot <laughs> oh god you know i think i think uh because i'm actually taking a note for it for uh november i think i'm we're going to just do a whole whole bag induction ceremony to I see love it. a podcast whole bag induction ceremony like what is the favorites and what everybody needs to have in their whole bag mm, and i love that for those who um, do not know exactly what a whole bag induction ceremony is, make sure you listen to the vibrator in my pod when those episodes are rolling out. Well, actually, by this point, they will definitely be rolling out because it starts in April. So <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so, oh, sorry. It started in April. But yeah. Ooh, yes. Oh, that's you know I'm writing fun. a note for this down. I'm writing down a note for this. I'm like, I'm gonna have to post this. Well, I'll post this on, on my yeah, on my page and see, you know, hey, what 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 are, what are your what are your top three picks? <laughs> you know, what, <laughs> what's in your bag and what's a what's a staple, what's a necessity, what everybody needs. Mm-hmm. I say what people come up with. I feel like everybody, you know, this is going to be, we're going to have to hold this conversation because I was about to say what everybody mm -hmm. needs. We go, y'all, <clears throat> y'all better be here November, okay? If you don't mm -hmm. know when that starts, November 1st. If you didn't figure that out, there you go. <laughs> but <laughs> on that note, Nicole. Yes, sir. Thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. I appreciate you so much. I thank you for inviting me. I appreciate you so much. I already told you when you said, do you want to be on? Yes. Yes, I do. What are we talking about? <laughs> and that conversation that we had, look, you see how many topics we got out of that shit. Like, Facts. We I got could a talk lot. to you all day. I could oh. talk to you all day, really. And we almost did. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to tell the people that now, but yes, we did. <laughs> So do you have any last words that you would like to share with the audience as it relates to kinks? Um, I would say as much as, as, as difficult as it can be with the society that we live in and the community that we live in, don't be afraid to figure out who you are and what you like sexually. Don't be afraid to go against what, what everybody thinks is normal because honestly, you really don't know who's doing what out here. This, those same people who are out here judging and saying all this wild shit are also the same people who are doing things behind closed doors that they don't want other people to know about so don't be that person figure out who you are it's your life you got one life to live why not be happy in it in every aspect of the life that you have go explore the things that interest you go find like-minded people and if you don't know where you can find like-minded people hit me up hit Vernon up and we'll talk to you about it. We'll find somebody to talk to you about it so that you can get where you need to be. Don't be out here lacking in self, self-expression and sexual expression and how great your, your relationship with yourself and other people, including your romantic partners can be just because you're afraid of what somebody else is about to say. Go find who you are and mm -hmm. have pleasure with it. 
Amen. 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 <laughs> on that note, thank you all so much for listening to the Holy Liquid Podcast, where we step out and speak on sexuality. Just in case no one else told you this today, you are beautiful. You are worthy of happiness and joy. You are enough and then some. You may not live up to the expectations of others, but that is okay. You are only required to walk in your own shoes. May each day you live lead you towards abundance. With that said, love you all and see you next episode. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Holiloquy Podcast, where we step out and speak on sexuality. You can subscribe to the podcast through your favorite podcasting app and find us on the web at www.holiloquy.com. That's www.h-e-a-u-x-l-i-l-o-q-u-y.com. Share the podcast with your friends and join the conversation.